Hello, welcome to the first episode of the D1 podcast. My name is Keely Bennett. I'm from New Jersey. I'm a sophomore. I play lacrosse at Villanova um, and I'm a communications major. And today for the first episode when I was thinking about who I wanted to have on, obviously I was a little nervous doing this. So I thought, what better to have on than someone like my roommate and my best friend that I talk to every single day. So as our first guest, we have Miss Kayla Golmi. Hi everyone, my name's Kayla. Um, I'm a sophomore at Villanova and I'm on the women's lacrosse team. Um, I am from Long Island and I'm a biology major with a psychology minor. Okay, so basically how this podcast and every podcast is gonna go is I'm gonna be having as many D1 athletes from as many schools as I can possibly get on here and talk to them each about their different experiences, how they like playing a D1 sport, what they don't like about it. So not only did I choose Kayla because she's my roommate and it's easy and it's comfortable, but I chose her because she, like she said, she's a biology major. So not many people that play D1 sports are able to have like such a hard major because like you're, you're constantly doing work. Yeah, definitely. So Kayla has a little bit of a unique story about how she got to Villanova. Yeah, so my recruiting process was definitely a, a little different than most people's. Um, I committed to Arizona State University back when I was a freshman in high school. Um, that was before the rule change occurred, where you can only talk to schools after September 1st of your junior year. Um, so once they made that rule change, I kind of lost connection with the coaches there just because they weren't allowed to anymore. Um, and then eventually, when September 1st came around, my junior year, um, at the end of my junior year, the coaches there resigned. And I was kind of left in this sticky situation of making a decision of whether I should stay at Arizona State or restart my recruiting process. Um, one of the things that got me through it, though, was that my mom kept saying to me, like, everything happens for a reason. So I realized that maybe this is like a blessing in disguise. Um, so I decided to kind of restart my recruiting process all over again while still keeping my options open with ASU. Um, and then I came to a Villanova camp that summer where I actually met Keely and all the other girls in our grade. But um, I didn't know if I was going to commit there yet. So it was kind of a little bit of an awkward yeah. situation. And she was like with us. So like when we had the camp, like it's like all commits are in one like group like you go and play, you know, you like yeah. play together. And then Kayla was there because obviously we all knew of each other. Like we had all been committed for like a year and we all I knew of each there. other. And we were like, who is this girl? <laughs> well, we're the like, coach here told me that I had to hang out with all of the commits in order to like make sure that I could fit in. So they would like go out to lunch during the day and I would just like awkwardly tag along. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. But um, after that camp, I realized that like I love Villanova so much and as hard as it was in the moment, I made the decision to decommit from Arizona State and commit to Villanova. And looking back, that was like the best decision I could have made. Yeah. And if you look like if you know anyone that's gone through a recruiting process or if you have gone through a recruiting process, like it's pretty brutal. Oh, it's awful. It's like, hard. It's like like it makes you anxious like all the time. Oh, You're getting yeah. emails from coaches. You have to like formally respond to them, phone calls, all that type of stuff. And then imagine like. I couldn't imagine like having that and having something so settled because once you commit somewhere, you're so relieved. Oh yeah. Like, so I, one of the things that a lot of um, teams do for lacrosse is they wear like a green band when they commit just because they think that that's like a good way to show other coaches that like you're unavailable and they should look at the kids without a green band. 
Um, but my club team, I played for the Long Island Yellow Jackets. That was just one thing that we didn't really do. Um, and I think that this was like a perfect example of why is because you really don't want to like close off your options too early because as much as you commit to a school, like it's not set in stone until you sign your NLI. Until you, until you sign that, like anything you need can to happen. be on your game because if you screw up or if you don't get the grades they want or like they, they basically have every single right to be like, we verbally committed you, but like we can drop you yeah, at any time, definitely. which is a perfect example of what happened to you. Yeah. And like everyone thinks that coaches are permanent, but they're like so not. And especially like when you're looking at schools, like I didn't pick ASU for the coaches and I didn't pick Villanova for the, like for the coaches. I just picked it for if I took lacrosse away from it, like, would that be a school that I want to go to? And I think that that's like for anyone that's going through the recruiting process, that's super important to see yourself there without sports, because again, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like we just, our first year, our freshman year, and this is our sophomore year. Now we got a whole new coaching staff. So like, that's actually a really good point. Like not picking the school for the coach. Yeah, definitely. Because then like coaches, even if our coach had been there for years and years and years. Yeah. And then for some reason this year, something, something changed. And then now we have a completely new coach. So if we had gone here for our old coach and not because we didn't like Villanova, like we would be in a pretty bad situation. Yeah, it would be right a tough now. adjustment. Yeah. And I think that it's also important that, like I said before, like you can see yourself there without lacrosse because at the end of the day, like a lot of people realize that lacrosse or any sport division one division two division three or even club it's not for them so it's just important to like realize that when you pick a school like yes it's you may think it's set in stone but like if your heart changes like there's no reason why you can't change it for yourself yeah and then meeting you and not knowing that you were first committed to asu like when you look at the jump from asu to villanova like those are two completely different schools very different like you're going from that big state school to like this small little catholic school yeah i also think that when i did the recruiting process freshman year it was early like i obviously had things in my head that were different than like what i was looking for in school's junior year or going into my senior year so i'm really happy that they did change the rule because it's so important to like not pick a school when maybe you're not ready. Like you don't even know what you want to be when you're in ninth grade or eighth yeah. grade. So I think that that was a big change when I looked at schools my junior and senior year. Like what was I really looking for compared to what I looked for back then? That rule, like at, when it came out, like people were like upset about it because they're like, oh, no, like I don't want to be like junior year committing when like every year before that there would be people committing like eighth grade, like yeah. freshman year. Like if you weren't committed by freshman, sophomore year, like you probably weren't going to get committed. Yeah. And I also think people think that, like, the earlier you commit, like, the better you are. And, and like, the only the top schools look at you for the first month or something like that. Like, I don't think that that really applies because, like, you can find a home for yourself no matter when it is. It could be a week before you leave. It could be in ninth grade for some people it was. But I think that it's important to, like, really make sure that you're looking for things that matter for, um, to you when you go to school. Yeah. So, moving on from that... Um... So, like we said before, Kayla is a biology major, and for those of you who don't know, that's a freaking hard major. <laughs> like, I'm a communications major, and, like, I will have, like, minimal homework sometimes, and it's, I mean, I'm not saying it's annoying because it's your fault, but it's like, oh my gosh, I want to hang out with my roommate or my friend. Like, I want to go out, and you're like, yeah. no, like, I have a test. Like, yeah. I can't. Like, isn't that, like, do you ever feel like not that you regret being a biology major, but do you ever have that outlook like, shoot, like maybe I, I'm missing out on college experience? 
Um, like sometimes that pops through my head, but I've also realized that like playing lacrosse and being a bio major and trying to have a social life, like it's made my like time management skills so much better. So like if I know on like a Friday night, I want to do something like I'll do everything I can during the week. And like maybe I have to sacrifice a social life like Monday to Thursday. But if I can do things Friday and Saturday and Sunday, then like that's so worth it, in my opinion. And then I also think about like in the future from now, like I'm still it's not like I don't have that like college experience right now because I'm still getting it by using that like time management skills. But like in the long run, like putting in the work now, I think will be really worth it. Yeah. And I mean, I obviously like respect you a lot for that because I don't think I could ever do that. I'm not great with time management. And that is a good point because you don't really like sacrifice social life on the weekends ever. No, usually like during the week when people are just like, oh, want to grab like lunch or want to get dinner. Like I can't do stuff like that in work mode. But like if I know that um, like my team wants to hang out on Friday, like I make sure that like Monday to Thursday I'm working and doing whatever I can to go and hang out with people. So I feel like as long as I like set two days aside that like I pick them from the beginning of the week um, and then I have to kind of sacrifice the other ones. But sometimes it's worth it because nothing really goes on anyways, Monday to Thursday. So it works out. Since you're obviously getting very experienced at time management and all that stuff, like what would be your advice to someone like me who's not great at it or someone like a freshman that's coming in, especially a freshman athlete and they're like swarmed with work and like stressing out like, how do you find a the motivation to do it and be like how do you find time just for yourself just to relax even if that is during the week like just to press the stop button because sometimes like when we have a hard practice i even won't see anyone like i will literally shower eat and sit in my bed because like it's so mentally and physically draining yeah um i would say like one of my biggest things is i use my agenda like constantly because i feel like when i plan things out early and i do it in advance like that helps me so much to just like see it. Um, and the other thing that I would say is like, if I get an assignment on Monday and it's due on Friday, like I want to have it done by Wednesday or Thursday. Like I don't want to have to feel like on Wednesday or Thursday night, I'm like stressing to get it done. I'd rather do it in like bits and pieces. And it's annoying in the moment to be like, oh my God, I'm doing this assignment on Monday. It's not due for another week. But like in the long run, it helps because then if a plan comes up that you want to go do something or you don't feel like doing homework, you have a little bit more flexibility if you span it out over a bunch of days rather than say, okay, Thursday night, I'm going to do this. And then you end up like stuck in your room and then maybe your friends want to go out to dinner and then you can't. Um, But if you like spread it out, I think that that pretty much helps the most for me. So then like going off of this advice, like now that we're sophomores and we went through this crazy year with COVID, it was barely a real freshman year. Like we got a lot of the experience, but like the first half of it, we really were like locked in our dorms. Yeah. couldn't even like it's been since we were playing as a team like practicing as a team in last fall we were basically supposed to be quarantined to just our roommates so that in case someone ended up getting covid it didn't shut down the entire team and then in the spring once we actually started getting tested and stuff we it was even more strict for a while yeah which is crazy so what would be your advice let's take out covid because let's imagine it's not a thing right now even yeah. though it is what would be your biggest piece of advice for a freshman like doesn't have to be sports related like something that after freshman year you're like wow I wish I knew that um I would say like be as social as you can and like realize that this isn't high school like it took me a while to realize that like the town that I grew up in like Villanova is just not like that and no school that you go to is going to be like your high school and I think that it's important to 
realize that like you kind of start fresh and you may not feel that you do because of like social media and things like that. And people can look back and, but you really have to realize that like college is such a fresh start and you get to meet so many new people. And eventually like it, you look back and you're like, wow, like freshman me, like, especially with COVID, like I was in my room a lot. Like I wish I like went out more and there were kids in my bio classes or kids in, you know, my ancients class that I had that like, I started to talk to towards like the end of my first semester. And I realized that like, I don't have to just be friends with athletes. Like it's not supposed to be like that. Um, And as much as athletics is so like separated, it feels like at times, like it's so easy to connect and just like go out to lunch with someone that isn't an athlete or like, it's not weird to ask to go get coffee or to go go get lunch with someone or do, like it's not weird to do like, any college, that stuff in college is all about like when you grow up in a town and you go to the high school in that town like you've known these people literally since kindergarten yeah like whether you've known of them or you haven't been friends but like you know who they are yeah and then you come to high I mean you come to college and you're like you have to put yourself out there even though that feels so uncomfortable yeah and like you don't want to at first because you think that like people are going to think you're weird for it but then, like, you realize that everyone's in the same position. And it's, I know it's, like, so And it's so relieving hard. because yeah. if you do the, if someone did that to you and you're a freshman and you don't have any friends, you're in this new school, and someone comes up to you and, like, says something like, hey, like, can I get your number? We're in the same class. Like, yeah. And then, like, it doesn't mean you have to be their best friend. No, not but at it, all. But it means you're going to meet more people off of it. And it's so relieving when someone does that to you. So, like, put yeah. yourself out there and do that to other people. Definitely. And I also think that, like, never, like, don't be afraid to just, like, include like, whoever, whoever you want, basically, like, again, college is so new that, like, no one's going to judge you for anything that you do, and, like, you're going to think that they will, but they really don't, so just, like, include everyone, and, like, just do, like, what makes you happy, basically. Yeah, and we are so different. For any people that are listening to us that don't know me and Kayla, we're actually polar opposites. I don't know how (laughs) we room together sometimes, but, like, for you, I feel like you were more open-minded freshman semester about meeting people I was like why do I have to meet new people I have my team you know and now that I look back at that I'm like why did I do that like why was I ever against going out and meeting other people yeah like it just makes it better in general totally and like being a bio major like there's a huge stigma with it that like oh bio majors are nerds they're weird they don't have a social life and then like when you get into a bio class if you sit there and you think of it like that like you're never going to make friends but when you go in there with an open mind and you're like, okay, not everyone in this class is a nerd. Not everyone in this class doesn't have a social life. Like these are just normal kids that enjoy school and want to like pursue a career in some sort of medicine. Like then you realize that like you could easily be friends with these people, even if they're not athletes. And I think that's where I met most of my friends was in those classes because people are a little bit more open because they realize we all have a similar interest and there's this huge stigma against us. So we might as well just be friends with each other. So I think that that was like a big help was being in classes without athletes. Um, Like as hard as it was not having like close friends in my classes, it made me, it like forced me to go meet people. Yeah. Like I didn't have that opportunity because since like my major communications, like a lot of girls on the lacrosse team are communications majors or they're in the, well, I guess you're in the liberal arts school too, Mm -hmm. but like I was going to the same classes, like walking with people from after practice because we were in the same classes Yeah, because we were all taking the same classes because it's like, oh, okay, we're communications majors or, you know, yeah, and it was easy to just like attach at the hip to like my teammates be like, oh no, I already have a friend, but like, yeah, and then you don't meet people. Yeah. To any freshman athletes, like don't think that because you're an athlete, you only have to be friends with athletes. Yeah. 
like you need to stay open and that would have been my biggest advice to myself if I looked back on freshman year like going back I wish I could have told myself like don't be so closed off because you're an athlete and you're automatically friends with your team definitely and like last year I lived with her name's Jamie Pennington shout out Jamie um she's on the field hockey team she's our roommate now actually and I lived with her because when I committed everyone else pretty much had roommates so I decided that I was going to just reach out and find another athlete and it was genuinely one of the best things that I've done because Jamie's one of my best friends at school and it's just so nice like having like I met girls through field hockey from her and she met lacrosse girls through me and then like a bunch of field hockey girls live with volleyball girls so now you're just like connected to people so don't feel that like you only have to be friends with people on your team because even though they may not have an exact schedule as you like you guys live a similar life and it was so nice to have like a break from that like lacrosse atmosphere all the time and just like someone new to talk to. Yeah. And then you get to go back to your room and it's like, you get to tell someone like you get to tell them like, oh my gosh, look what happened at practice today. Yeah. It's not like, okay, you they were there. Know. We yeah. talking about this subject is boring now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And now like when we look at ourselves now, we have you and I, and then I met Jamie through you. Mm-hmm. I met Megan through Jamie. Megan's our other roommate. Shout out Megan. Um, <laughs> but now that they're like the best two room like I wouldn't want a room with anyone else and it all happened because you decided to reach out to Jamie yeah and then like you just meet people and like people think that like oh lacrosse people only hang out with lacrosse people or go out on the weekends with each other like all athletes are always friends and like never feel like you have to just like stick to your group of 30 girls or 40 girls on your team like you can totally reach out to more than that yes so another question for you if you weren't playing lacrosse what school would you be at I know you said that you would still want to be here without lacrosse, but take away lacrosse from your life. Like, where could you have pictured yourself at? I actually always think of this because, like, especially when that whole, um, like, recruiting change happened, I had to decide. I was like, okay, like, I really had to process, like, is lacrosse worth it? Like, is this really what I want to do? And then when I realized that, like, I love lacrosse so much, I obviously look for schools through that. But if I had decided not to continue with lacrosse, I genuinely think that Villanova would have been one of the schools like on my list. Um, I was always interested in schools that like were a little bit of a reach for me because I felt like if I could get in and like work my like work as hard as I can, then I'm going to succeed in the long You're run. Benefit from it. Yeah. So like definitely like schools that were a reach for me. And that's why I think Villanova is perfect because it has that exact balance of like academics and athletics. And that was why yeah. like even if you take away lacrosse, like going to basketball games, even football tailgates, like doing stuff like that. Like I think Villanova would have definitely been one of the ones on my list. Yeah. For me, since, since we're sophomores now, junior year of high school was our last like lacrosse game on a high school team because COVID like nothing, there was nothing lacrosse at all. Yeah. And so with that whole gap of COVID, like not playing my senior season, I'm not going to lie. Like I was super unmotivated to come here and play lacrosse. Yeah. I was, I was upset about it. I wasn't looking forward to it. I'm like, I haven't been, I haven't played in the game of lacrosse in over a year and a half. So like, why, like, would I go and pick up a stick again, you know? Definitely. And then when I got here, obviously the first week and kind of the fall is always hard because you're a freshman, you're learning everything, you're conditioning a ton, but even just like hanging out with our team for the first time. I realize how much being an athlete is actually like a blessing. Oh, yeah. It takes so much pressure off of you. And then that like 
re-motivated me to be like, okay, I would never want to lose this. Yeah. I'm not losing this team atmosphere. I'm not losing these people. I'm not losing the simple privileges that we get. Like, oh, we get to register early. Like we, there's so many benefits that like we could go into detail to. Yeah. That like I was, once I saw that and like saw the team atmosphere, the team culture, like I was never, it was never on my mind to totally. be like, well, and, at like, one the point f- I'm not doing this. The first time that like I put on the Villanova jersey, I remember I literally like sent my family a selfie and I was like this is like one of the coolest things that's ever happened and like even though like after everything that happened like the first practice back like picking up a lacrosse stick was like one of the best things because lacrosse is just such a good outlet with like school and everything so it like in the long run like when I got to play lacrosse again like it just felt so good because I'd worked so hard my entire life for like my senior season and then it got taken away and then it was like all right you can either stop now and just like give up or you can keep working and you have four years left like do you really want to give up now and I was like there's no way like I can't end on such a bad note and like lacrosse has meant so much to me that it it really wasn't even a thought in my mind it was more like counting down until I could get back on the field and I think that like putting on that jersey and like grabbing your stick and like walking out and hearing your name like call like it was just like such an amazing feeling that it was like so lucky to be at a school. You realize how lucky you are. Like with COVID, it was like a turning point for, I think like a a lot of people to be like, okay, am I going to do this or am I not? Definitely. A year and a half break is not normal. Yeah. Like like, absurd circumstances. Yeah. Even like MK, shout out MK. She's a girl on her team. She's also a sophomore. Like she wasn't really planning on playing lacrosse in college. And then COVID hit and she was like, I can't, I can't end on this note. Like, this is just awful. And she ended up being a walk-on on our team. And it was, like, one of the best decisions she's made. And it was just, like, everyone realized that, like, you can't end like that with any sport or anything that you're doing, whether it's, like, a club yeah, or like, anything. It just felt so unfinished. Yeah, definitely. When it When it felt like that, it's it would be really easy to just be, like, it's unfinished, but I've been done for a year and a yeah. half. But that's what I'm saying. You, like, once we came back, we realized, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so lucky to be be an athlete here like just everything that comes with it yeah it's like you don't experience that anywhere else not in high school nowhere like you're living with your teammates you experience everything with your teammates like there's no way you're not going to get extremely close to everyone which is the best part of it and Villanova treats like their student athletes so well and like the community of student athletes here whether it's like alumni wise or just regular like walking around on campus like everyone's so nice and like welcoming and it doesn't matter if it's the coach of the field hockey team like there's no problem in saying hi and you can have a conversation easily like everyone's just so like appreciative that they're an athlete here and I think that that like really adds to the experience yeah totally agree okay so I have one last thing that I want to touch on that I'm pretty sure I'm going to make this a tradition for every episode I want to know three people one that you admire just as like a life person someone you admire for lacrosse and then any athlete you can think of any sport professional, non-professional, whatever, what's one person that, it could be, like, your freaking dad's favorite baseball player. Yeah. Like, something that you grew <laughs> up being, like, oh, my gosh, like, that person's insane. Yeah. Um, for the professional person, I would definitely say Derek Jeter, because um, I'm a huge Yankees fan, and just growing up, like, he seemed to always have this, like, positive, good guy attitude, and that was, like, super infectious on not only, like, the team, but just the fans, Um, And I remember, like, going to his last home game and, like, just, like, everyone in Yankee Stadium, like, even people that weren't Yankee fans, like, just loved being there for him and, like, what he did for the city. He was so respect. Like, even when he retired, remember, like, all those shirts, like, re-to-spec, like, respect? 
Like, that just, like, goes to show he was so respected. Obviously, I freaking love the Yankees because my dad's a diehard Yankees fan. And my dog's middle name on his birth certificate is actually Jeter. (laughs) So it's Teddy Jeter Bennett. That's funny. Um, As for lacrosse-wise, I'd probably say... My sister, um, <clears throat> my sister played Division One lacrosse at University of Cincinnati, and she definitely had it rough at first. She went through a lot of like foot surgeries and just like overall, it was like pretty hard for her being a goalie, especially as a freshman, like coming in and knowing that like she has to really prove herself in order to play over like older girls. And she started every game from her freshman year on, and it was just like I didn't know that. That's yeah, crazy. like as a little kid, just like watching her and like the way that she got along with her teammates like it was so inspiring and like when I was looking at schools like I looked to see if I could have that same relationship with girls that she still has with them today and like with her coach and everything like she went through a little bit of like a rough patch in her recruiting process with coaches leaving too um, right before she got to campus so just like overall I feel like she's like been so inspiring to me and just like really worked so hard her four years um and then also pursued like she became a physical therapist so she like had tough schedules with school like she she's like you're doing what she did and she did it all yeah so it's like so inspiring to watch her do it and then try to like follow in her footsteps um and then last person i would probably say my mom i knew you're gonna say that i knew (laughs) it because my mom's my best friend um and Kayla talks to her mom more than I think yeah, I get to talk like, to Kayla probably like three times a day um but honestly like she's done so much for like me my brother my sister and my dad and like she just always like puts her heart on the line for us she's our biggest fan you could literally hear her screaming from a mile away like oh, if yeah. you ever watch a Villanova lacrosse game you will hear her yelling she will be right next to the camera yelling. oh yeah and it's just like to know that I have like that great of a support system between my mom and my dad like it's just really awesome and like they supported me throughout my whole recruiting process while I've been at Villanova like there's never been a moment where I've like doubted them so I'm just really thankful for them yeah I, I could have guessed that you were going to say those <laughs> It's pretty things. obvious. I could have guessed. Um, okay, well, I feel like this went really well for the first time. Yeah, definitely. We had a lot of technical difficulties at the first, like, yeah. 20 minutes of this. <laughs> Just a little bit. Like, um, but yeah, so basically, in closing, I am going to try to get one episode up a week. Obviously, I don't know how crazy schedules are going to get when school and lacrosse comes into play. But, like, this is something I'm actually, like, I'm super passionate about. So, like, I really am going to try to get one episode up a week. Um, and let's see, upcoming guests. Um, there will be some basketball players soon. I'm not going to say who yet. <laughs> but there will be some basketball players. My other roommate, Jamie. And then literally, like, I don't know. Any athlete that I could get from another school, too, would be great. Because I don't want this to just be Villanova, you know? But yeah, so I feel like this went really well. Yeah, thanks for having me. So yeah, thank you so much for coming and stay tuned for the next episode.